You're listening to Mike and Kristen. The podcast. I'm Mike, a musician, writer, and producer. And I'm Kristen, a painter, writer, and designer. Our show is all about following dreams, taking chances, and what life as an artist is really about. Together, we bring you weekly guest interviews and thought-provoking conversations. Let's go! You're not going to get dressed or anything? I'm wearing a bathrobe. It works for me. Nobody's looking at us. Maybe. Do you think that we have faces fit for radio <laughs> no that's a mean thing oh do you get why they say that i do you can still have be attractive and be good at radio though yeah but a, that's just a, a particular insult that's an old-fashioned saying huh an old one before the podcasting days <gasps> you got a face fit for podcasting maybe we'll make that into it means something new and different and positive it's a compliment yeah, we don't want to. Face don't, fit for podcasting means that you're beautiful. We don't want to create any more negative things into the world. You know, there's a, there's enough of those. Yeah, we've tried. We've tried to keep things positive here, at least. I think we do a pretty good job. It's weird just having the two of us here today. Well, that's why I'm in a bathrobe. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> yeah, when guests come over, when guests come over, I have clothes on. Yeah, we at least get dressed. I often, though, am wearing, like, borderline pajamas. They're not my actual pajamas, but they're very comfortable. I have I have pants on. Yeah, like you do better. You do better. Regular man pants. I think after having spent 10 years wearing like, tight business attire and high heels all day, I just, I can't wear anything that isn't elastic. You do you, Kristen Harrington. I just wear your clothes all the time now. Kristen Harrington Art. <laughs> that was your name on the guest list at the marquee. That was so funny. Who were we talking to somebody about how we get to know people by their Instagram handles? Yeah. That's the age that we live in. I do it too. It's okay. Yeah. But it's it's week 52. We did an episode Every single damn week for a year straight. Look at us and go. And this is our one year anniversary. Uh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. This is crazy. We have three wedding anniversaries. So yeah. we'll add this into the mix of celebrations. We will have to remember this date. <laughs> we'll have to somehow create a scenario around it that it's, makes it memorable. Well, every year we'll ha- have uh, a multiple... Of 52 that will always remind us. Yeah. It, the the app will keep track for us. Yeah. There's the perks of technology. 52. Isn't that crazy? It feels really crazy to me how, I guess, how much has changed or how different all of this is from when we started. Yeah, we, we didn't know exactly how it was going to be shaped or be formed. In the initial stages, we knew we wanted to have guests on, but we didn't know we wanted to have them every week, and we do now. Like, that's other than today. <laughs> <laughs> I remember us talking about, okay, well, let's go way, way back. I remember, I think it was your idea or your desire to start a podcast, yeah. and we got talking about how 
maybe we were even working on our new website, but we got talking about how we both do so many different creative projects, both as individuals and together, that yeah. it can be a little confusing to explain to other people, to our audience, what exactly we have to offer. So we yeah. thought, well, we'll start a podcast. We'll just add something else to the list, and then this would be our way of explaining this ourselves. This merges it all together because mm-hmm. long-form conversations, you can well talk about whatever you want for as long as you want. And we thought this would be, a, I guess, a perfect medium for us to showcase what we do. And it ultimately is, but we found out very quickly that our favorite part about it was getting to know people, getting to meet people, getting new friends out of it. Our earlier episodes, we even had a discussion about, so for example, we have an audio book and we would play chapters from the audio book and then talk about some of those chapters. And at one point we were even going to do that on a rotation, like maybe every third episode we were going to have one of the audiobook chapters. So it's funny now when I have friends tell me that they've just started listening. So often they'll start at episode one and burn through. And there's a part of me that's like, ah, that's not really us, but it is. It is. And the, the, the route, the, the path that the podcast took is that just what happened. And probably the next year ahead, there might be some things that change in it. For from now on, we'll call episodes with just me and you bathrobe episodes. Yes, this is a officially the first bathrobe episode. I like that. Yeah, it's not bad. And what else will change? I think eventually we'll have to do Zoom interviews. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think we have a little. We have enough reach and enough um Halifax area where we live is is a pretty pretty happening spot so there are lots of things going on here bands coming actors filming um so as long as we can reach out to people who are in the area and and you're saying this because we've done 100% of our interviews right here in studio and a lot of podcasts do them through Zoom or some type of online platform and but we love the the personal aspect of it that's true that we still have a long list of people that are either booked in or we hope to book in we've never that's never been an issue for us actually finding people that we're interested to learn more about i mean every once in a while something comes up with their availability but that we've never scrambled i guess to to find someone which has been nice and yeah, we, we do have some pretty cool guests already scheduled and ones that we plan to reach out to. And right off the bat, we didn't want to like, you know, send an email to Anne Murray, although we did that like last <laughs> week and she said no. Well, her agent said no. Anne's, uh, she's, Anne can do whatever she wants. She's deserved her retirement yeah. or earned her retirement, I should say. One take Annie, they called her, apparently in the studio. Really? Yeah, in the studio, she just go up to sing and just one take, nail it. Maybe we could do a bathrobe episode where we just talk about Anne Murray. We'll do a little research on her. <laughs> <laughs> we could do some more historical-based podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or, that might be fun. Our very first guest was Lindsay Doyle. Yeah. She's a photographer, and she lives just up the road from us. And we chose Lindsay knowing 
that she would make us feel completely at ease and that we could screw up and laugh about it with her. And she was the, she was the perfect first guest. Yeah, she's just a, a cool person, too. And super easy going which we, we we were both i don't want to say nervous but we you know we never did it before yeah. so we we didn't didn't know what was going to happen <laughs> and yeah she she was she was amazing do you still get nervous um not not nervous i just wanted to go good mm-hmm. it's kind of the same with music like there's always a little bit of anxious butterflies because you want things to go perfect and in the conversation like I'm always like the technical side of things. I'm always like turn around, make sure that something didn't happen with the computer jammed up or something. So I'm never fully, I can't be fully engaged in the podcast because I'm producing it here too, right? So I have to be mindful of the technological side of things and make sure that, yeah, there's no, no things jamming up on us. Another one of our amazing guests, Christina Martin, shared a story because she hosts a podcast as well that she conducted this incredible interview, like lots of heartfelt stories. And it was only at the very end when she was going to hit stop on the recording that she realized she didn't yeah. hit start. <laughs> what yeah. a sin. Yeah, but she said she was able to do it with the person didn't didn't care they just yeah. had another chat so that's right there's always a, a workaround and that that's never happened to us and i've never had any issue but i'm still all, I, I should probably be like okay we just did 52 episodes i got a super new computer <laughs> nothing should go wrong you are a trained sound engineer this is your actual professional expertise yeah but i'm like I can't, I, I, I'm obviously engaged in the conversation and doing my best, but after every once in a while, I just, again, again turn and look at the monitor, make sure everything's recording properly. Mm-hmm. I'm glad one of us knows how to do that part. Maybe we'll switch seats for next week. <laughs> it. I, I've heard that like starting a podcast, I wouldn't say is complicated. Like you can record sound on your phone and upload it to the to uh, the website relatively easy but i think making it crisp and clean absolutely takes some extra effort and knowledge yeah well we were each speaking into a mic that's worth about six hundred dollars they're going from cables into my audio interface that's about four thousand dollars my computer's about $3,500. Like, there's all the plugins that up. Like, there's, like, we're speaking into $10,000 right now. But it doesn't have to be No, that not way. at all. Not at all. And you can get really good sounding podcasts with very minimal equipment. And there's some huge podcasts that probably get a million downloads per episode that are just very done in the most basic way totally i just happen to have this gear because i'm an audio engineer yeah we're really lucky that yes not only do you have the equipment but you have the know-how to make it work (laughs) like that i would definitely struggle with that but i it's encouraging to know that i guess my point is that if there are any of our listeners that think this is something that might interest you you don't have to have a studio no you don't have to have what we have here And we've also found kind of natural roles in bringing this together. I I feel really lucky that there are two of us putting the effort in, especially 
having weekly episodes and they are relatively long interviews. So there's behind the scenes logistics like any creative project that our audience wouldn't see, even scheduling guests and making sure that they receive all the correct information to be here on time and social media promotion, of course, and like all that photographs, same as any project. Yeah, and it work, works well. We we've divided it pretty in a pretty even way, I think. And mm-hmm. sometimes we have to lean on each other for different things, and that's well, the great thing about being a, a married part, married couple living under the same roof. We can just do that stuff anytime we want or anytime we need to. We have a good rhythm now. I'm thinking even in our earlier episodes, we had the idea of using a local business typically as a sponsor per episode yeah because we really wanted to highlight this local community which has come to be more or less what we're doing in the episodes anyways but after maybe i don't know 10 episodes of doing that we were like oh my gosh this is a lot of extra work contacting we were writing all of our own scripts and recording them and putting them in the episode so now, our last, so our current sponsor is Rustic Crust yeah. uh, Pizza here in Tantallon. And prior to that, we had real food bars or made with local. Yeah. Um, so we, we had a different agreement where we would do 10 episodes each and just had a, a higher trade point. Yeah. And if you want to be a sponsor out there, just reach out. We, uh, we do try to support anyone who is local and both of them are. Mm-hmm. within the area here and i guess the made with local is across canada now which is really cool yeah. thanks to us they're across canada <laughs> no no maybe rustic crest will be now too they could definitely make a franchise out of that it's delicious they've been supportive of us in every way yeah so i'm i'm happy that we're able to include them in a sponsorship role and folks get to hear about them every week that yeah. they listen good people yeah it's just crazy that a year's gone by. We we were in Colombia for a good, not a good chunk, right. but six weeks. And, and that, we had only started the podcast maybe six weeks before that, yeah. before we left. We yeah. had to, yeah, we had to record six episodes. Yes. Get them all edited together, ready to go. And uh, set them to release on the proper dates. All of the show all notes. In advance, yeah. All of well, and this is when we were doing individual sponsors per yeah. episode. That was a yeah, we were like getting Colombian pesos changed and recording podcasts. Like everything was we put yeah. it was a scramble. That was the only time I really felt like and even then it wasn't stressful, but it was more of a scramble yeah. feeling. To... I was. I remember the day before we left. Well, I played the ECMAs in Fredericton. Yeah, that's lo- right. Lost all five nominations there. Well, but... we don't have to revisit that if you don't want. <laughs> but it's fine. Episode, we learned from that episode on that. If you want to listen to yeah, it's what what good. it's like to lose a in a, in a big way. Well, <laughs> it's yeah. We 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 had takeaways from that too yeah, that yeah. have was, served it was us. All good, but yes, but we were away. We we burned back home from Fredericton. Tony Ronalds came. Yeah, uh, I was editing five other podcasts that day. 
Tony was playing at the Rustic Crest that night, too. Yeah, but too, he came he? and he was four hours late because his kid was uh, sick. Yeah, that's right. And so he was supposed to play at six o'clock. Yeah. And he got here at like 4.30. So to record a podcast, go set up, do a sound check and be on stage by six o'clock. We had an hour and a half. And he was completely unfazed about it. You and I were because, well, especially me, I'm notoriously early for everything because I panic about punctuality. But Tony's like, it's fine. Like they'll... They'll wait for me, basically, and it was great. So we, yeah, we did the episode, sprinted out of here because we were using all my gear, set up. Tony was, you mean? Yeah, Tony yeah. was set up over there. He played the set. <laughs> I came home and, like, and edited till, well, the middle of the night. Yeah. And then we left for uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey the next day. Yeah, wild. Yeah, and and as those episodes were coming out every week, we were in the middle of nowhere, Columbia, at an artist residency, but we still had to be uploading our social media posts and promoting the podcast, especially then we were so early in that, uh, yeah, it really was important to be consistent. And I think the consistency and persistence has really been... This the formula to reaching this yeah. one year milestone. Every Wednesday at four in the morning, <laughs> our <laughs> Mike and Kristen comes out. To Why the do world. we put it at four? Does this does the software set it? No, at I, like I said it whenever we want. Yeah. but I, I I just did some research and it said don't set it right at the very start of the day, like at midnight. Yeah, because so many are released at that time. It's just to try to separate from the. That's smart. The bulk of things that are released at the same time. And we're able to see all of the analytics per episode if we're interested. I've kind of been on and off of that. Like sometimes I'll go in and check and be curious because it is good information to have. It shows you where your listeners are from, the different countries and regions of those countries, which is cool. When we first started, I remember in, in both Canada and the States, it breaks it down well, in Canada by province in the States by state. And I remember seeing like, we have 12 listeners in Indiana. That's the most random thing. Like we had listeners in Venezuela and people all over, but I'm like, just a random state where we 100% don't know anyone. Somebody must have got onto it and just told their family yeah. members or something. You never which know. is what we want everyone to do. And then we, we had a bunch of listeners in uh it wasn't an english-speaking country i'm trying to remember if it was mexico or it was somewhere in central america well i think one of our sponsored ads on facebook that we had set for nova scotia somehow only promoted in mexico yeah so but it worked we got listenership there (laughs) like maybe they're you know you hear about people in who are trying to learn English will like watch friends or watch a show and like maybe they're listening to Mike and Kristen to learn English. Maybe we should start advertising it like that. We can get it in a school curriculum. I don't know if we're the right people to learn English from, but we're we're pretty good, you know? Yeah. I I think we're we're not too bad. We know how to speak English. So what are some of the like, are there any highlight moments that come to mind? This is a tricky question, I realize, because I I truly can say that every single interview we've done has been incredible. Like, we've learned something or 
had a, a laugh or a moment, a takeaway, but like go through well, your, your last year memory bank and in term well, outside of interviews, cracking the top one hundred in yes. the world for arts podcasts was, was very cool. And that was just last month. Yeah, that was not too long ago. Um I before we leave from that point, because here's what made that happen. It's so simple to subscribe or review or rate a podcast. It doesn't cost anything. It takes probably 30 seconds. And we had invited our listeners to do this for us. And in only a couple of days from, I don't know, 20 or 30 people doing this, I'm guessing, but it wasn't a ton that helped boost us into the top 100. Like that's how easy... I remember to help. looking at, uh, I just looked at the ones that were near us and we were ahead of uh, one of the New Yorkers podcasts. I know. Like, that's I know. pretty cool. I included that in the screenshot on <laughs> <Yeah>. purpose. <laughs> <laughs> we're currently ahead of the New Yorker in arts podcasts. And I don't think it's, it went lower. We started at 99 and then it it went, uh, or higher, I guess. It went to mm. 96 yeah. at one point. Yeah. And then I don't know where it's at now, but. Yeah, I think it only lists the top 200, which which we've been in for several weeks now since then. Um, but yeah, it helps to get that bump in downloads. But subscribing is really the key. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and in terms, well, yeah, I think that just in general would have to be the biggest highlight. And sticking to it for a year, like they say, well, they call it pod fade when you start a podcast and... Yeah. You realize quickly that it's hard to get an audience and it takes a lot of time and you don't make any money. So I think they say, was it 80% of people quit after like seven episodes? Yeah, I was going to say five, but it's yeah. it's relatively low. Yeah, there's a big drop off, but we stuck to it. Do you feel that you have any of that pod fade feeling after no, a year? No, I want to I also want to start. Well, before this, I had a couple different podcast ideas. Like I'm like I think it would be cool if we do a podcast together, but I also want to do one that's more music related mm-hmm. and just and more I guess comedy related, just talking about funny shows and funny stories. And I think this year I'll probably start that up as well. Mm, so, with guests? Yeah. Um, well, I think Bruce, me and Bruce will be able to tell a lot of just ridiculous stories and just kind of be able to hold down the fort a lot. But yeah, I would like to eventually start to bring in guests and hear about the worst show they ever played. <laughs> That's kind of a big focal point of it. Like, what's the worst show you ever played and what are some hilarious stories that happened? You've had this idea for a while. I'm having a memory. We were in Truro, I want to say, and I think Three Sheet was playing or yeah. some of those band members. So that's been a while. Yeah. Uh, P.S. They're playing at the Carlton coming yeah. up. I'm on the wait list for tickets. Oh, sweet. That's a super sidebar. But you were talking about it even then because you guys were all having a laugh about yeah. these sto- some of these mishaps that had happened to you while touring. Well, I have multiple pieces of writing that are essentially about that. And Well, we have a book about it, but not about, band stuff. About travels, but, but I yeah. have two books in the works that are about the band side of things. Yeah, right. Well, that'll be a good linkage, actually. If you're doing a podcast, you can talk about the book and follow sort of the format that we did yeah. with this one. And Don't leave me, though. Uh, we'll, we'll keep doing ours. I just want to keep doing more. Yeah. 
And so you don't have pod fade, that's for do sure. Do not have pod fade. And I started, didn't do much yet, but started producing someone else's podca- podcast. That's so. right. So Who was one of our guests. Yeah, Dr. Cokes. Yeah. Hers is called Sports Doc, or that's just her Instagram handle. See, her, it did it. Yeah, her Instagram handle is uh, Sports Doc Cokes, I think. I can't remember. I'd have, have to look. Yeah. What's her? What's the name of her her podcast? Uh, Dr. Cokes' podcast is called The Off Season. We've had a few of our guests, actually, that host their own podcast. So uh, Dr. Ashley Margison is another yeah. one, Superwoman Code. And Wendy Brookhouse with Blackstar Wealth. Yeah. She has a podcast. Christina. Christina Martin, who we mentioned. Nancy Regan. Yeah. She's got a Canadian Love Map and there's Soul Booth. Li- there's likely more. Just Christine Riche. Yeah. She's done really yeah, well with amazing. her podcast and just life in general. She's incredible. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot. So we've had some seasoned speakers on here. Yeah, it's it's always nice when you have... People who, well, I guess it works both ways. We had some people who were first time ever communicating and they were some of the best guests we ever had. You totally. Know, they didn't know what to expect and were a little shy off the bat, but pretty quickly were just kind of got into the vibe and had an awesome conversation. We had, I think these were back to back, Renee Hartlieb, who is an author, and Brenda Mailer, who's a life coach, and neither of them had done podcasting before. But we actually noticed a shift during those two weeks in listenership. Yeah. Like people really resonated with those interviews. So to your point, it really speaks to it not mattering the level of experience. Like if people just show up as themselves, which I've... Almost every time felt like, yeah, people were just really open and honest about their life. and Yeah, just being real. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. Like, if you're going to talk with someone for an hour, it's going to be pretty hard to not be real, you know? Yeah, like, and we try to make sure that we're doing that ourselves. So we've talked about this in other episodes, but we don't prepare questions in advance. We... We do enough research that we're not putting our foot in our mouth, or at least we hope we're not. But I don't want to know someone's life story before they get here. I want to ask them about it and learn as we go along and see where they want to take the conversation. Yeah, yeah it's, well, it's just like a conversation you have with a parody at someone. Like, it's not just one person talking the whole time. Sometimes if you come across the, <laughs> maybe someone who just doesn't want to stop talking, but for the most part, it's back and forth. And we try to do that. We want our guests to speak more than us because we're highlighting them. We're learning about them. But we've had multiple, or on every episode we've ever done, we're telling stories or just bantering with what with what they talk about so i think it's just it's nice to have that conversation and people really said that the listeners say that it's kind of just like they're sitting in the living room just listening in on a conversation and we really enjoy when our guests ask us questions too and reason being because it does feel more like an organic conversation that you'd have in your living room yeah like that translates because we've even had people be afraid like they'll say after like oh i'm sorry that i asked you guys things thinking (laughs) that that was wrong but we we like it 
Well, yeah, well, even just last week, Katie Kelly asked us a bunch of questions. But she said before, like, I'm probably going to ask you some questions. <laughs> it's just too. in her blood. She yeah. can't help herself. Yeah, she... she was great to learn from as well. I just took a, the opportunity to ask her a few yeah. questions about interviewing because we're not trained journalists or interviewed by interviewers by I any had, stretch. I took a grade nine journalism in at Inverness Academy. It was just before my psychology class yes. and global after politics. Yoga. Right. No, yeah. I uh, neither of us have any training, which I don't know. For I don't think I'm I'm not really trained at anything. Are you? <laughs> in terms of podcasting? <laughs> no, just in life. I think we're natural conversationalists. Like we have a genuine interest in learning about people, so that certainly helps. But we have improved on our speech and our delivery maybe the way that we would shape a question and certainly are no experts yet either i think but... the the biggest thing is just not having big gaps between what you say or not being able to roll with what people say like you hear in podcasts that maybe aren't the best someone will ha tell this riveting story and then, so what's your favorite thing to eat for supper? Mm -hmm. You know, like. Well, I think that's the risk. If you have this pre-prepared list of questions, you feel like if you don't just rhyme them off, you haven't done it correctly. Yeah. But you have to go into, or this is our, has been our approach, go into the interview with some information in mind and, and some questions perhaps as well. But if if there isn't a home for them, so be it. Yeah, and I, I think we have lots we can improve on, and I think we're 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 trying that every episode just to be the the best we can be. And I think the biggest thing is probably just to listen to other podcasts mm -hmm. and ones that we think are good and ones that are doing well. And they say for becoming a writer, everyone says the the only way to do it is just to read, like read like crazy. And like you can go to school and learn a whole lot there, but if you're not reading a lot of books and just seeing what these greats have done and sentence structure and just in, engraving it into your DNA, like how a, a good writer creates, then you're never going to be able to do it yourself. And same with podcasts. Like I think one of us would have to consume podcasts a lot and both of us do mm -hmm. like i don't think we could just sit down and like know exactly how to carry an episode without listening to other podcasts i think it's an important thing to just listen to other podcasts get ideas from them see how great interviewers work and and with two of us hosting that i know there have been some interviews that we've looked back upon and felt like well, you did much better than I did, or you asked more questions, maybe, yeah. and and we both agree that that's okay. It uh, that's bound to happen, At, or maybe like especially with we've interviewed several musicians, some you've played shows with, or you you yeah. have some of these mishap stories maybe to share. Like, uh, of course, the conversation at times will be more dominated by those stories and conversations, while someone like. Brenda would come in, who I've done yoga with and yeah. meditation and different workshops. So I might be more heavy on those questions. And but we want to have that perspective that, like, if, when you're talking to an artist, you will understand what they're experiencing and their what their day to day may be 
better than I would, but I the questions from someone who doesn't know anything about it is often what people want to hear as well. That's true. I tend to ask what I sense are rudimentary questions to other musicians. Like we had Carlton Stone in and I asked a lot of questions about songwriting or co-writing in particular, which to both of you is maybe not that interesting of a topic. But for someone who knows absolutely nothing about it, it was very exciting to learn more about it. Yeah. And most people, obviously me and Carlton are just neck deep in the music industry so that's what we eat and breathe every day so for us that is just calm commonplace and what we what we do every day but for most people out there it's not so it's better to have those questions being asked than me asking them what type of interface he's using to record with these days mm-hmm, you know like that's mm-hmm. a very very small audience who's interested in that but the general things are what the majority of people are into i think anyway another interview that comes to mind is with uh, cousin tom yeah. tom ryan yeah. whose uh, book has been turned into a television series yeah so that's a world neither one of us know anything about and yeah. he was exceptional at storytelling yeah. no surprise but he was really able to describe that experience so well for us and that was a really highly downloaded episode yeah i think everyone's curious about that yeah like he's hollywood wrote a book that's getting turned into a tv show yeah in hollywood like that is an amazing story and he's my first cousin like that's so cool like i've known him my whole life we have a very very special sponsor of this episode that we both love dearly with all our hearts the rustic Rustic crust Crust pizza Pizza! yum 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 in upper tan talon nova scotia these folks started off in a food truck and they now have a fully functioning restaurant they've got a beer garden for the summertime they get rented out for private events they have everything there yeah i can honestly say it's my favorite pizza in the world like Really, 10 out of 10, so delicious. It's my favorite spot to eat. And I play a lot of gigs there. They treat me like a god when I go there. They're so nice. It's hard to believe that a local pizza spot is such good supporters of the arts. They're also very supportive of community events. They have taken in a Ukrainian family. They're always giving to fundraising events. They're just amazing people across the board. And you have your art showcase there too. I've got art up there right now. And I have to say, I love their pizza as well. Well, of course, but their Caesar salad is exceptional. Next level. The pizza is wood-fired, which makes it absolutely delicious. And the tomatoes and flour are both from Italy. They've got an awesome collection of local craft beer and wine, so you're sure to have a great drink to pair with your pizza. All of our guests that come to stay with us, we bring them there for a meal. You can find this sweet little restaurant at 10 Sunnies Road in Upper Tan Talon. They're open Tuesday to Sunday year-round, and their website is therusticcrustpizzeria.com. Yeah, you should definitely check it out if you're in the area. You can go to the beer garden. You can go inside. It's a cool house converted into a restaurant. Great people doing great things that we truly are huge fans of, so check them out now. Rustic Rustic Crust! Rustic Rustic Crust! I'm trying to think of, like, if there were any other really out-of-the-box guests that we had that we wouldn't have known anything about their craft. 
We had uh, Lindsay McPhee from the Float Center. Yeah. So she, yeah, we've had some entrepreneurs as well speak yeah. from that perspective. But I really enjoyed our conversation with her because, again, that was something that was different for us and learning about that healing that she has to offer and community spirit. I, I like talking to Wendy about the finances. Yeah. Like that was just like, I, I probably care about money less than I'd say a very high percentage of the population, mm-hmm. but I know that I need to make it to survive. And I, I want to make, make enough money to be able to do whatever I want but for the most part like money to me like I never even think about it other than when I don't when I'm not making any and I have to consider like our bills or whatever it may be like in the past but for me like I've if I if my needs are met I'm pretty content I love this about you by the way (laughs) among so many other things but Especially this past year, having left my government job, which is episode one. Episode one. (laughs) And jumping into full-time entrepreneurship, I knew before I made that decision that the finance part would absolutely be my number one concern. Yeah. And it has been. But you have been so great at not only helping me stay grounded with that, but you truly don't care like it's not that you don't care that if we have like we our needs are met it's not something you worry about and i find that that helps like rub it rubs off so i worry a little bit less as well (laughs) i still worry one of one of us has to yeah but that's uh and really that has been a huge takeaway looking back on this past year from all of our guests collectively is how many people were willing to show up and be vulnerable and tell stories that I was left feeling so much more open myself because they, I felt like I had permission to do that. Like they led by example. It's the, it's probably the most emotional part of this is just how grateful I am for people opening up in that way because it just it's made a huge impact on my life. Yeah. It's made me want to offer that to others and just be honest about things that maybe we wouldn't normally talk about as much. Like yeah. having Wendy on and talking about money. Like yeah. she acknowledges this might be uncomfortable for some people, but it's so important. It, it's it's what has made huge changes. And a, a few of our our bigger episodes or ones that I guess resonated with, with the public the most were ones where people talk about overcoming something. And in, in, in a number of cases, addiction of some sort. Yeah, that's right. And like Tony Ronalds, Brendan Mailer, and then Matt Mays was a really big one where he, Matt's kind of known as a, just, well, he's a rock star basically yeah. and throwing big parties and just being kind of the, life of a room and and he opened up about the struggles of that and and pursuing sobriety through AA and when Matt Mays is willing to talk about that and go deep into that and talk about the struggles of it and that that I know we we got messages from a lot of people just saying how powerful that episode was he was incredible I didn't have 
expectations. I never have expectations of how people will show up. But I can say I wasn't expecting that from yeah. him. I I said this in the introduction of the episode for, for Matt's that after he left, I, I just felt like I really cared about him. Like I just, I want for his life to be happy and safe and he's just such a generous person. And I, I just felt like lucky, I guess, yeah. that we had that special conversation with him. And then to hear from so many people after, from some, of course, because of who he is and the story he told, yeah, it kind of continued that energy for a few weeks. Yeah, just tons of messages. I needed to hear that, or yeah. like, I never would have looked at things that way. Like it was just like my dad sent that episode to one of his buddies, like in his sixties or seventies, yeah. that has been struggling with alcohol addiction and said yeah. like just listen to this yeah and i thought that was so cool like it didn't have you don't have to be a young rock star to resonate mm -hmm. with uh overcoming a challenge like you say and that's impressive that your dad was able to send <laughs> a podcast to someone he's like what the hell is a podcast the other fellow <clears throat> yeah. anyway. our da my dad and well your mom and our friend marion i would say would be our top two listeners i don't think they've well, missed a week and those people in Indiana. There you go. Yeah. And I'm sure there are others, oh, there's lots uh, of course, of that have subscribed and listen every week. And Alex Libis is another yeah. guy that's been really supportive and shares our, our episodes. Krista Crane. Krista Crane. And yeah, we, we don't want to start making a list there because yeah, we'll, we could go we'll, on and we'll on. exclude people. But we, we that's, well, the, the way that this podcast has gotten out there and the, how it's become so important to us and other people is just because of the listeners so and it's not just about sharing the episodes so we get more downloads the reason i mention this is how how meaningful it feels to have someone so dedicated to this work that we're doing like that just feel it's worth <laughs> well we make zero dollars from doing it but well, this is what keeps us motivated now. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, all of that to say, like, Pizza. it's what keeps us engaged and inspired to keep providing these conversations. Like, it feels like they're meaningful if people are tuning in every week. Yeah, and they are. So it and we love doing it. And, and one of the big things that this I never would have expected was how good the guest feels after we do the episode. Yeah. Like that has been kind of a revelation, like multiple people. And very early on, like as soon as we hit stop and take the headphones off, it's like, whoa, that just felt like a therapy session. Well, how often have we talked about the rarity of this environment? So we've even used the example of if we invite a friend over for dinner, we're not going to sit for 90 minutes and just pump them full of questions yeah. about their life and creativity maybe you would do that but there's something really special about mutually understanding that when we're here and we sit down it's a very pointed conversation we want for our guests to feel like you have the floor like we want you to talk about yourself for 90 minutes yeah. like there's no you don't ha there's no humility required just let it out and 
And you're right. Like people have used the words that it feels like a therapy session. There's been tears. I remember when uh, Aaron Bolger and Steph McNamara were here. Yeah. That was an episode on mentorship. And they're both incredibly talent- talented photographers and friends. And after that episode, the four of us sat in this room and drank some wine and cried our eyes out for like two hours. <laughs> some Michael Stephen Ryan red. Yeah. Homemade. And that, I mean... We don't always cry after, but I would say almost every guest, either before or after the episode, we spend time together. Oh, yeah. Every, everyone, we've chatted, even just for a few minutes, but some for a very long time. Some for hours, And I yes. think that's my favorite thing about it is that every single guest we had on now is now a friend. We have made the most amazing friendships this past year. I I, I might actually just cry about this now <laughs> because I'm looking okay. I'm looking okay. back on like like even my texts that came in today, like Nancy text me and Katie text me yeah. and Christina sends me voice memos. Steph Jolene has become an amazing friend of yeah. mine. Like these are people that I knew about and admired them yeah. often. But getting to know them in this personal way and like Christina and Dale invited us up for a sleepover yeah, yeah, a couple months ago. We had a blast. And, and used a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. But that's it's, all because of this. It's all because of this. It's It's been so special. And uh, even people like Chanel Jefferson, uh, she's a young artist, much younger than me. I go to her for advice. Yeah. Like <laughs> she's taught me so much. Estelle Thompson is another one who... I think it's Thompson without the P. I wanted to, I want to correct that. But yeah, Thompson. She, again, anyone who knows Estelle, this won't come as a surprise, but she's been so supportive and welcoming of me to go to her for any questions or advice that she might be able to offer since we've had her on the podcast. Like it's endless. Yeah. And just like uh, Rudy and TJ from Electric Spoonful, yeah. just kind of different than a lot of her guests, but great guys. And, play a style of music we don't necessarily go out to see too often but we're gonna go see their show at gus's pub 100 percent going to see their show so it it just yeah it creates all these little little relationships and christine riche uh she's a very successful nightscape photographer and she does online courses which is something i'm hoping to dive into this year she invited me over for tea maybe a month or two ago, and we spent two hours of me basically re-interviewing her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for business questions. But that's just who she is and yeah. how so many of our guests have been really welcoming. It's a... Uh... It's a really good crew. And what's amazing is we're having a party where all of them are coming uh, at the same just, time. Not yeah. all, not everyone can make it, but... A lot of them can make them it. Can. I think we have... Well, and it's with a plus one, but we've got like 70-ish people yeah. that are coming to. So we're throwing a one-year anniversary party as a way of just thanking our guests and acknowledging all that they've given to us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a great crew. It's, uh, yeah, get hang out with any of those people just one-on-one or both of us and them is amazing. But just to have... See the conversations that will take place between other people, the friendships that might happen Mm -hmm. that wouldn't otherwise. It feels like, I don't want to make us seem like we're we're creating this, creating it all, but it's amazing to see that the, the little connections we can create through what we're doing. 
even uh, Elise and Garrett yeah. that were here, Steph McNamara, who we I mentioned earlier, the photographer, having heard Elise and Garrett's episode, reached out to them and did a, did a photo, photo session. Yeah. So there's been little examples of connectivity that way yeah. too that, that have nothing to do with us. Yeah. And yeah, I guess it's just when when we're highlighting awesome people and the other awesome people in our life see that and then it yeah, it just creates this kind of snowball effect and I, and again, I don't want to make it seem like we're the entire catalyst towards this, but it it does feel cool to be there kind of shaping how it comes together. People have commented that like I love what you're doing. Like even get like people that haven't necessarily been a guest either. Yeah. And like you're saying, we don't see ourselves necessarily in that light. It's truly the guests that are here that bring the magic. Yeah. But we just feel so fortunate that we get to just sit in the same room as these people. Yeah. I I just yeah, can't like when Nancy Regan sat down on the couch. I'm like, oh, I, that was the most nervous I'd been for any episode. Nancy Regan has changed my life. <laughs> yeah. Because, and, and here's why. I mean, anyone who's met her knows, and I talk about her all the time, but anyone who knows her already recognizes just her soulful, genuine, magical approach that she takes to life. But you and I were both nervous before Nancy came. She was kind of our first guest that we didn't know in, yeah. in some way. Like, we'd never met her, and she's Nancy friggin' Regan. And we were, like, when she pulled in the driveway, you were like, Nancy Regan's here. <laughs> like, okay. And it was a um, matter of minutes of her being here that I felt like just I was floating. I, she made us feel so at ease. She ran that interview. Yeah. I I joked with Katie Kelly too how because Nancy w- had just released her book and she is such a pro that we could be talking about shucking oysters and she'd be like well <laughs> in my book yeah, <laughs> like yeah. she was so great at just keeping the conversation on track yeah um but I think why I say that she's changed my life is because it taught me so much about like the anticipation I felt. And then people arriving and they're just people. Yeah. And and she sees us as her peers and her friends. And now I text her and call her Nance. And yeah. she's gonna be at our party. And yeah. I just I just love her. Yeah, we we we've got a lot of cool people come into her life because of this. We had Ian Rankin come yeah, on. A former premier. Yeah. And I I didn't, we intentionally didn't get too political with Ian. Yeah. He is, uh, just by virtue of his job, would have spent a lifetime being grilled about policy and whatever. Negativity often comes up in a, mm-hmm. in a scrum. So we shared with him in advance, like, we just want to hang out and learn about you. Like, we don't yeah. have to talk about the healthcare crisis. Like, if you want to, we can, but... Tell me about your baby. And and Ian's just a nice, kind of humble, mild-mannered guy. Yes. Like he's not a... <laughs> he's, he's the opposite of Donald Trump or something. He's <laughs> yeah. just like a... He's just a sweet yeah, just person. Yeah, quiet, pretty quiet guy too, right? Like, yeah. So, and then we have people like 
Chris and Jan from A for Adventure that told us the wildest stories about yeah. kayaking to Sable Island for <laughs> 30 hours. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, it's pretty, yeah, pretty eclectic group. And that, that's why it's going to be super exciting to have them all together. That's right. See how the, their interactions happen. We just met with our caterer this afternoon, yeah. which is a really cute little uh, small business on Peggy's Cove Road. Crab apple? Crab apple. Cookery. Cookery and cafe. Yeah. They were super nice. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to them helping us out that day. And then we start on year two. Yeah. Are there any big lessons that come to mind that you've learned from the experience either of just podcasting and the recording aspect or from the guests themselves? Well, kind of like like you said, like we don't really have to, <laughs> this sounds stupid, don't really have to be prepared. Like we have to be on the ball and be a general good interviewer, but I kind of like going in not knowing that much about people. Mm -hmm. I'll always go and read their bio and if they have, if it's an artist who just released something, an album or a collection of paintings, like I want to know about that. But I like having that mystery there and like being able to dive into that on air where it's fresh and new mm -hmm. and what they say is not going to be something I know already. So my reaction is sincere to it. Right. And even some of our close friends, uh, Steph Purcell comes to mind, yeah. Zach and Tori, yeah. Trevor Murphy, like these are people that we know and have spent time with, but nothing like we know them having interviewed them in this yeah. way. And so I too have really enjoyed that. And and there's things you just, you can't know about people. Like they're not going to list in their bio about this one time, uh, you yeah. know, their storytelling. So yeah. there's always going to be something come up that's personal to them. And yeah, yeah we live for that. I think I remember, I think I talked about this on the episode before and I couldn't remember who actually said it. It wasn't in our podcast, but I read it online or something. Mm -hmm. And they said that the arts are a vehicle to new experiences. And that's probably the greatest thing about this podcast is the new experiences that have come with it. Yeah. Whether that's, again, us going to have a sleepover with uh, Christina Martin and Dale Murray at their place and just becoming friends with them. Yeah. Or it's yeah, getting to know all the names we mentioned. And, and like young Jackson Weldon, yeah. who's now of age that we like, we're truly excited to take him out. Like yeah. Jackson gets to come out with us now because <laughs> we see how talented he is and how, being exposed to all of the other music in the city is only going to help him grow. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And like another, before I forget, Vanessa Furlong was another really interesting story yeah. to me because she is the only person, I think in Atlantic Canada that has her job, certainly in Nova Scotia, yeah. where she does therapy clowning. Yeah. So we've seen Vanessa perform circus, but this is like a, 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 full-time job for her yeah. and helping people. Like I, I didn't even know that job existed yeah, we've and had she's the perfect person for unique it. Unique people on and they brought us into things we wouldn't have done otherwise. Like we went to Steph Jolene's after party 
for her movie release. Yeah. Like, like we wouldn't have went there if we never interviewed her. That's like, true, too. Like just, I, I admit I likely wouldn't be going to Spoon and Palooza if it weren't for Rudy and yeah, TJ. Yeah, but that, that's the... But, but that's I, no, amazing. I'm psyched. I can't wait like, to the, go. This is how we just keep ourselves just engaged. And yes. Just with we our... saw Willie Stratton at Music Week. Yeah. I've known about Willie's music, but like might not have gone to the show because maybe yeah. there was somebody else whose music I did know. But I, I'm a huge fan now. Yeah. So, yes, that's a great a point to raise in how it's opened up these experiences to us. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been been an awesome year for sure. And again, six weeks of it, we were away. Yeah, <laughs> right. Working on writing, and that's a project that's will will eventually see the light of day. Like started a a book about small growing up in small towns, and we've had a lot of small town folks on here too that have, can yeah. relate to that upbringing and stories. Yeah, most most people who live in Halifax aren't actually from Halifax. They're from the small town surrounding it. We've talked to a lot of our guests about their creative process. Have you changed anything about your approach or learned anything in particular that you now do as an outcome of that? Yeah, I've, I don't think anything that I do daily, but anytime I learn about something that I might think is interesting or like, well, that would be a cool thing that maybe try out for my my morning or evening routine mm-hmm. i've experimented with different things and i'm trying to, i'm always trying to perfect like uh morning and evening routines yeah you've got a good i think you do quite well at both morning i'm pretty good evening is I've started exercising in the evening again. Yeah. Like I do more. Part of my morning routine is uh, there's exercising in there. And lately I've been exercising in the evening. Yeah, you're on a health tear right now. You're but doing great. Yeah, well, I'm all injured up now from doing so much. <laughs> <laughs> from exercising twice a day. Yeah. But if I if I couldn't get injured, I... Our naturopath guests would tell you yeah. to ease up. Oh, but <gasps> I just feel good doing it and enjoy it. So it's like I'll... Do it twice a day until I'm injured, which mm. I am now. But What's now. injured on you? Your shoulder. Shoulder and quad. Okay, that's that's due. Got a double, double whammy. Right on the same side. No, oh. <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> what would you rather? Guy. Bad shoulder and leg on the same side or opposite? I think opposite's better, actually. Yeah. Well, and you and I have opened up about some things on here too it doesn't always require a guest i mean me leaving my job and we did a full episode on me losing my hearing in the summer i think that was the only episode we did out of studio is that correct we did that yeah down at the the cottage yeah Yeah. not our cottage yeah a cottage yeah yeah but it's uh we shared about our elopement and we talked about our experience in Colombia and meeting Joshua, Joshua. And being at the he residency. called the other day. We have to make Joshua yeah. a special. So for anyone who is familiar with our story from Joshua and Colombia, uh well the town heroes did a fundraiser for this young Colombian boy that Mike and I met at uh, the artist residency Artisuma Pez and he was the sweetest little kid, 13, and very, very sick, like near near death, yeah, really. His was... mother had, had told us that she had accepted that it was God's will to 
to take her a beautiful son and, yeah. and Sarita is his uh, sister. We we just love her too. But we were able to help this family and, and certainly not only us. They ha- They have other support there and continued support. But update on Joshua he's doing way way better he looks he looks like a a teenage boy now yeah he's filled out he's put some meat on his bones and (laughs) they're just amazing this whole family we we love them like family yeah I I'm excited to communicate with them even even though their native tongue is Spanish Mm -hmm. and He's he's got decent English. Like he he can, does great. Yeah, yeah. When we were in person, it was a lot of like through through phone or Skype or whatever. It will be a little harder. But yeah, I I just want to yeah be able to show them how much we care for them. And that's that's the main thing. We just sit and smile and cry together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. know they can feel our love and yeah. vice versa. Like yeah. we, we really feel that from them. And we 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 I guess have a whole episode about that. But mm-hmm. the that moment with them when we were all standing in a circle and she basically called us angels. Yeah. That was yeah something I'll never, ever forget. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, she, that's, uh, again, the arts are a vehicle for experiences. Like we ended up in Columbia to write a book and ended up, well, helping save a kid's life and, that was just something obviously we, we weren't expecting that when we were mm-hmm. boarding a flight here in Halifax. I think that's part of what makes every week bringing someone in here really special is the unexpected. I, I've come to really appreciate that part of it and and not stress about it. Like back to some of those earlier interviews we had, you realize how quickly other people can make us feel at ease. I I see it as our job to make sure that everyone who comes in here feels supported and we're not ever intending to put them on the spot in any way. Um, But I've grown to really enjoy the unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we, we don't want to be so in the same routine or same, same day every day that we know what to expect. So bringing in these new people is just, I don't know, just exciting. Like it's every time a podcast guest comes here, we're excited. We are. We are truly excited. And everyone has a different approach. I'm thinking of George Woodhouse, who works for Parks Canada. Yeah. Like He's a talented artist in so many ways and still holds down this very important, demanding government job. Yeah. And then there's other people, well, even you, who this has been your life for as long as you have worked. And so there's that spectrum too, that has made me better understand there's no right or wrong way to go about entrepreneurship or creativity. Sometimes I think, especially where I'm earlier on in my career, it's easier to be impressionable to what's working for other people. Like, Oh, well they're so successful. I should model exactly what they're Just doing be yourself Chris. but it doesn't work that way so I, this goes back again to the permission thing where just hearing this variety of stories and approaches success stories failures yeah. it makes you realize like this is everyone's experience like we all we all go about it differently but we often share the same emotions about it well, I, I just want to say I'm proud of us 
for being able to do this for a year. Yeah. And excited for what's to come. We already have our first episode of the second year recorded. Yeah. Another Wayne, new friend. Wayne Badecki. Yeah. He is the coolest. Like yeah. he, again, somebody I've never met before and I can't wait to hang out with this guy again. I'm going to play hockey with him in uh, two days. So. Yeah. It's been a, a true honor. I feel so privileged and grateful for this yeah. experience. Podcasting has been, I think, probably my favorite creative project I've done. And I'm a painter. I've been a, yeah. I've been a painter for seven years. It's really made me think about the art of conversation, the power of conversation, of connectivity, of community, and how maybe I can more fit that into a career. Yeah. So I don't know if that looks like I don't know, doing live podcasts one day or something in television. Like, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I've I've learned at the very foundational level that I really, truly love just talking with people. And it seems so simple, but I, I didn't know that about myself in this way. And I think we'll probably end up doing a full episode on this, but this is now a year that you've left your job, too. Yeah, so, more or less. So what's what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, what I just said, but I I feel like a new person. Yeah. I feel like a completely I'll say a different version of myself, but what I mean by that is I feel like myself. Yeah. And I never have said nor do I feel this way that I regret that chapter of my life. I think that working in politics gave me so much. I'm I will never look back on that those years as a mistake. Uh, I learned a lot. I made a lot of amazing mentors and connections and friendships. I, I value it all. It was just time for me to fully embrace and embody this part of myself that it's it's humbling to be a newbie. Uh, especially when I had climbed to the position that I held in government and mm -hmm. then I'm just cutting myself off of the legs and being like, I'm starting completely over at 40 as an artist. Like, who does that? Yeah, you do. But I feel empowered. I feel more mindful. I think I can, I handle just life better. Yeah. I'm more consistent with my mood and mental health. I still, I can truly say I still every single day, every day when I wake up in the morning, feel grateful that I don't have to rush around and drive an hour and a half to work in bad weather or uncomfortable clothing or mm -hmm. I'm not carrying around multiple cell phones. And yeah, it's been a joy. There's hard things. I, I, I think what is the hardest is just like not really knowing what I'm doing yet. Like I, I'm experimenting a lot at this phase. Like I'm doing a, a virtual art show on March 19th. I've never done that before. Mm -hmm. um, but these are all things that I, I enjoy the learning process, but it feels, yeah, vulnerable to be new. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about all that. Okay. Too. Okay, we'll dedicate an episode. But thank you for asking. And yeah, Katie asked me a little bit about that too. I mean, people often ask like, how you doing and yeah. how's it going? And 
because so many of our guests have also been some version of a creative or entrepreneur, they understand. Like we all go through some kind of challenge in this life. But I would also say not once have I heard that it's not worth it. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Thanks, dear. And it's been amazing to watch you grow and learn and, and, uh, you know, make big steps and sometimes go the other way, but always pick yourself back up. And I'm always here to help, help you along the way. So, and I, I need you to help me along the way. We do, we do our life and our work together. We're fortunate that we enjoy spending time together, but I think also, We understand what it's like. We understand what this lifestyle involves, for better or for worse. Uh, That also means that if it's 32 degrees out, we both agree that we should be going to the beach. (laughs) Or if you've got a (laughs) gig in PEI, I'm going to go with you because it's going to be fun to stay in a hotel for a couple days and hang out with our friends and eat cow's ice cream. And I, I, I take advantage of all of those opportunities and... I'm hosting a, a workshop coming up in our house and yeah. you're going to be here to help me with that. Like it's yeah. a, it's a real give and take. So we're, we're lucky that we have each other for that. And we've started doing business meetings in Woods Walks, which I like. Yeah. yeah. We got, we're due for one. Yeah. We are. We are. And I think this is the first entire episode we did where George, our cat has been in the room with us. He knew it was a special day. So he's usually when there's a guest here, he's a little shy. And when we first started, I think he was just, this wasn't a spot he came to, so. Yeah, he wanted to be with us. He wanted our one-year anniversary of the podcast. George is celebrating with us. Mm -hmm. We We, hope you're celebrating. Yeah, we, again, the biggest thing is we want to thank everyone out there for listening, and we're excited for things to come, like a lot of good things. We have a very, very exciting thing. We're just waiting to put the final piece together for yes. and it's it's gonna... I thought about I thought about revealing we have we have very exciting news yeah. yes we'll put it that way yeah. but we're just we you know like you don't want to jinx anything until it's a hundred percent we're yeah. we're at like the 95 percent yeah but that'll come we'll yeah. tell you and uh yeah we want to hear from you if you have any ideas for guests like let us know and we'll we'll try to get those people on mm-hmm. if, if it makes sense like not everyone is the, the right guest. Yeah, like, you, yeah. If you've listened to our podcast, you know who, who those people are that, that make sense. So let We them. also want to thank CBFM radio station yeah. who has aired our episodes every Saturday morning. All you listeners on CBFM right now, thank you so much. And Ryan, you're a great dude. And thanks thanks for uh, asking us about that. And we're, we're, we're so glad that we can be on the air there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really this community that we feel now part of has, uh, yeah, it's just, it's changed our life. We feel like better people because of it, more wisdomous in lots of ways. And all of you listening, at, like, we just wouldn't be here without you. Is this our, like... Are are we accepting an award now? It feels uh, that way a little yeah. bit. <laughs> we need a... I guess we're going to have a nice supper. That will be our reward. That works for me. Okay, everyone. Thanks so much. And uh, yeah, we'll see you back here in a week from now. Uh, Wayne Bedecki, might as well say who it is. We already did. So yeah. 
celebrating one year of Mike and Kristen, the podcast. Woo! <laughs> we love you. 